Are you hesitating to take the next step in your e-commerce journey? Founder Plus has you covered with proven frameworks tailored to your business needs for fast results, a supportive community of over 30,000 like-minded entrepreneurs and weekly live mentorship sessions. Founder Plus is your key to success. Try Founder Plus today for just $1 for seven days and start building your dream business with confidence. You can visit founder.com forward slash start dollar trial or click the link in the description to claim your trial. This is episode number 86 with Gary Tramer of the Founder Podcast. Discover exactly what it takes to become a successful entrepreneur and what's possible through entrepreneurship from the greatest minds in business today. Welcome to the Founder Podcast. Here's your host, Nathan Chan. Today's episode is brought to you by our sponsor, FreshBooks, the cloud accounting solution for small service-based business owners with over 5 million users worldwide. They're an absolutely amazing product, and I highly recommend them to you guys. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Founder Podcast. My name is Nathan Chan, and I'm your host, coming to you live from Melbourne, Australia. So what's been happening with me at the moment, uh, we're heads down working on a whole ton of awesome new products for you guys. Uh, the team is expanding, which is really, really exciting. Uh, we're close to seven people now in the founder team and we're growing and we actually didn't even update the website to reflect that, but uh, it's all happening at Camp Founder. I hope you're enjoying these episodes and you guys are in an, for an absolute treat today. Uh, today's guest is, his name is Gary Tramer and he's the founder of a company called Lead Chat. Lead Chat is a service that we use that I absolutely love it's, it's an amazing service. Pretty much if you want to do live chat, they can make sure that you can have your live chat manned every single minute, every single day, 24 hours, seven days a week. And it's a service that you pay for on a monthly basis. It's killer. And what that, that person's whole goal is sitting on the chat of your website is to, to get leads and uh, to help you close more sales. So Gary is the founder of co-founder of Lead Chat, and uh, he's actually a buddy of mine. He works out of the same co-working space that we work out of, so we've got an office at Founder, and he's he's got an office as well. The Lead Chat office is in Revolver Creative, the co-working space we're based out of. And uh, yeah, look, this guy is an absolute sales weapon, a B2B guru. A lot of you guys have been asking more around uh, B2B stuff, not so much B2C stuff, so not like business-to-business type marketing strategies and tactics, not so much business-to-consumer, because a lot of the people we speak to are B2C. So Gary's going to be sharing with you everything sales. He's a sales master. Like he... He can close, uh, it's over 90% of leads that come through on Lead Chat. Uh, he can convert them. He's crazy. He talks about the sales process, how to sell more, and he talks about some crazy tools that you can use to get leads. So that's it from me. I know you're going to absolutely love this episode. If you want to get more sales, you want to get more leads, it's full of gold. I showed it to one of my friends, Xavier, a while back, and he's like, man, this episode was absolutely 
brilliant. Um, I got so much from that. I'm going to use all of these tools. So you're in for an absolute treat. Gary does not hold back. So guys, if you are enjoying these interviews, please do take the time to leave us a five-star review or a review on iTunes or Stitcher or SoundCloud, wherever you've heard this. And, you know, if you have any friends that are entrepreneurs, you know, or if you have any friends that might get value from our podcast or these episodes, please do spread the word. It helps us much more than you can imagine. And your friend's going to love you because, you know, if you're if you're an entrepreneur, you would love the Founder Podcast. All right, guys, now let's jump into the show. So how'd you get your job? What job? What you're doing today. You know, take take us back to the humble beginnings for Gary Tramer. <laughs> Not a problem. Well, first things first, I don't consider what I do a job. I consider it a lifestyle, as cliched as that might sound. Uh, where did it all start? Look, if I, if I sort of trace back to the very start of time, after the dinosaurs and the cavemen, when I was in my younger years, actually a good friend of mine and I, we actually used to ride our bikes around the neighbourhood, leafy neighbourhoods of McKinnon uh, here in Melbourne, getting up to a lot of mischief and crafting our humble entrepreneurial beginnings, stealing pot plants out of our neighbour's garden, packaging them in yogurt cups and selling it back to them. Uh, That's hilarious. And, and, uh, and we made good money. Uh, in fact, we made so much money we could even afford the uh, the whiz fizz and the you know warheads and the you know all the lollies at the store, and we were the cool kids. And then we thought this is really awesome. You know, we love lollies, so let's let's convince my mum to. Uh, well, in fact, we found warheads were really popular and Coke lollies were really popular. So we looked at the back of the packet of the Coke lollies, and it said distributed by, and it was a company. And this is when we were like eight. Uh, distributed by, you know, whatever it was in Mulgrave in uh, in Melbourne. So we convinced my mum to drive both of us to this distributor and we bought a box of Coke lollies. And on our school bus, where we had bought Coke lollies for five cents, funded by my mum and dad, uh, that was, I guess, our first seed funding, uh, <laughs> they believed in us. We'll call that a family and friends round. Uh, we um, we sold our five-cent Coke lollies for 20 cents. And first things first, the whole freaking school bus was like high on sugar. <laughs> By the time they got to school, you know, that would be frowned upon now. You'd have to be selling like, you know, organic, you know, chia pods or something. But um, <laughs> but back then it was, it was Coke lollies and we made money. Like I remember we actually had over a space of a week, we made about $300. We had like these bags of um, silver and gold and even copper back then, coins. And one fateful day in class, or I think it was in maths class, someone had complained, some parent had complained and the, the, the headmaster came into our class, asked for, for me, asked where the bag of money was uh, and confiscated the money, which was my first lesson in tax. <laughs> um, and, that, and that was the start. We actually did get the money back in the end, but... So that, that was sort of the, the starting of the whole journey. And beyond then, when I, when I, when I left school, travelled around um, uh, Europe, Israel uh, for about a year, getting some sort of life experience, came back, did a degree in behavioural neuroscience at Monash University, finished that and, and decided to take up a 
really, really, really prestigious career in uh, DJing trance. Oh, uh, wow. Which, yeah, uh, and actually dabbling in producing as well. And what was quite frustrating at the time was nobody would actually give me a gig. I'd give out my CDs, my demo CDs. Nobody would give me a gig. So I said, you know, screw this. I'm going to run a party myself. At least that way I can guarantee that I get to feature. So I put on a, a, a warehouse rave. I promoted it. I promoted it on thescene.com.au. So shout out to Scott Dowdy, who's now actually the um, the APAC regional VP for Salesforce Marketing Cloud. Little plug there. But he was running a website called thescene.com.au, which was a, a forum for, for raves, and promoted it on in the mix. And people came. And it was awesome because I, I got to get my first gig paid. Well, I paid myself, uh, paid a gig at an event, and I ran raves for about four years. Oh, wow. started, started touring DJs from Europe around Australia. We had a company called Cabana Productions, and uh, we brought down DJs like Blank and Jones and uh, Martin Roth and some names that if you searched you would see. And we actually had a stage for a few years at this big outdoor festival called EarthCore, um, ah. which is a big, uh, it's actually back now, but it's a big outdoor, what they call bush doof, a trance. And uh, we had a stage there for a few years. And then there's another story with how our whole business got shut down. We ran a really big rave at Moorabbin Tennis Centre, had like 3,000 people. I probably shouldn't say this. <laughs> Who knows who's listening, but uh, had 3,000 people and it, it made great money, didn't end very well for the suburb. Um, and the, the, the cleanliness of the area and uh, a few things led to another and we made the decision that we didn't want to, you know, be locked up. So we would, um, we would uh, shut down that business and I got involved from there in direct sales. So I started um, in, a, in, a, in a company that was selling, doing door-to-door sales. How long ago was this, sorry? Uh, so that's now going to the, sort of the start of 2002 or three. Okay. Um, doing direct sales door-to-door and in shopping centers. Yep. And I learned that it was a, a really, really cool, amazing environment. The energy was high. You would ring the bell every morning if you did sales and the gong if you did more sales. And it was a really amazing environment. And I decided to, to, to progress uh, into actually running a direct sales company. And I did that. Uh, the company was called Face to Face Global. We had offices in Melbourne. Uh, we ended up opening an office in Singapore. We had guys in Adelaide. Uh, so if, if you had sort of walked through Melbourne or Sydney or Brisbane or these sort of airports between 2004 and 2009 mm. and somebody was standing there pitching you a Citibank or an American Express credit card, they would have more than likely been my sales guys um, pitching you. And, and it was a bloody awesome experience building sales team. I think I would have trained thousands upon thousands of high school leavers and backpackers that had no prior work experience into becoming absolute sales machines that could find somebody in a shopping center, pitch them, convince them, qualify them, not in that order, close them and have them signed up for a credit card within the space of about 10 minutes. Um, wow. And it was, a, it was a machine. We were writing <laughs> thousands of sales every week for these companies. And then sort of at the end of that, uh, burnt out, you know, doing sort of the 80, 90-hour weeks, early mornings, late nights, weekends, 
and uh, took a bit of a break. What happened to the company? You sell it? One of these things is very, very hard to sell, uh, truthfully. It, yeah. we, the sales guys, they're, not, they're all on commission. Mm. So you have the benefit of not having the overhead, but whilst you have the client and you have the revenue, where you, it's sort of like an actor. You know, Mel Gibson can't sell Mel Gibson to somebody else. Mm. Uh, and my sales guys that I trained that sort of, you know, were, were under this sort of sales spell and they built a lot of loyalty, if I would leave, it wasn't the kind of business that another sales manager could just come in and take over. And so it really wasn't sellable. It was like a cash flow business, but it wasn't something that was easy. At least it wasn't then. I didn't think about it. So I gave it up and literally just shut it down. All the sales guys went and found other jobs and sort of called it a day. So that that was that was probably the best experience of my life, running a real high-power sales factory for some big, important brands. Uh, we actually did stuff for Optus and AAPT and GE Finance and Standard Charter Bank and, and Westpac and some really cool brands and um, took a bit of a break and then actually reconnected a year later with the same guy that was selling effectively stolen pop plants and yoga cups with me mm-hmm. sort of 20 years earlier a guy by the name of Michael Janky, we reconnected, had been friends, you know, sort of since but really not on a business level and we decided to get involved in the world of startups uh, and tech. Michael was running an audiovisual company at the time doing, you know, conference fit-outs for, you know, Melbourne Exhibition Centre and some, you know, and the comedy festival and Shane Warne the musical and he was doing some really cool creative stuff. Hmm. Um, he decided to get out of that and we joined forces to, uh, to build um, tech companies uh, or hybrid companies that were part tech, part human. Yeah. And okay. that's, that's how we ended up there and we've built a handful of businesses since. Yeah, wow. Okay. Man, this is really interesting because uh, for everyone listening, <laughs> uh, me, and, me and Gary, we work at out of the same co-working space and uh, Gary's a sales master. Now, for one of your businesses, Lead Chat, you said to me that you're converting 95%. You've got a 95% conversion rate. I do, yes. Now, so you're the sales master. Like I've heard on the grapevine that like, you know, with your service, Lead Chat, you're the founder of Lead Chat, and, and please tell us a little bit more about Lead Chat. But, uh, you know, pretty much if you get that number, you can close someone. So I wanted to talk to you, everything sales, and, you know, please keep in mind that our audience would, would be nowhere near as masterful as you at sales, and uh, let's give them some good stuff to take away. So, yeah, let, let's tell, right. tell us about, yeah, let's, let's, let's just do this, man. Give us your best stuff. All right, I will. I'll give you all the nuggets and none of the fluff, okay? Okay, That's yeah. yeah uh, I, I hate listening to podcasts where like 20 minutes in you're like, dude, like, <laughs> you know, I don't give a shit about your story anymore. <laughs> Just give me the fucking websites that have all the things I need to do point by point. So I will do that. 95% conversion rate. It sounds amazing. It's quite cheeky, but the, there is a way to get a 95% conversion rate from a call or a demo. And that is only speak to somebody who you know is going to buy. Like if I know that Nathan is going to buy from me, then when I call him, 
he's going to buy from me. Uh, that, that, and it sounds like, hold on, what do you mean? Yeah. Well, the entire engine that goes before doing a call is a process in qualifying out. So, in fact, you take a lot of sales off the table and don't let them in to a meeting with your sales exec because you don't want them wasting time with somebody who you are not 100% certain is going to sign up. And you try and do as much as you can before that meeting or that demo as you can. And the reason we do that, I think it's as a, you know, by nature of being in Australia where wages are ridiculously high, uh, higher than anywhere else that I've seen, you consider that an hour or a half an hour demo with a salesperson could cost you $100 uh, in terms of wage, uh, just, just raw cost per person. So when you consider that, depending on the price of what you're selling, you, do ne- you never ever want them spending their time unless you can ensure that there is a very, very high chance that will turn into a sale. Otherwise, you are wasting their time. A lot of good sales operations in well-funded startups in the States will have this process where they have a part of the business that focuses on generating leads. Mm -hmm. And those leads need to be what are called marketing qualified. So they meet all the criteria of the ideal person. And then once those leads come in through the front door, whether it's through an inquiry, whether it's through live chat, whether it's through any other mechanism, then it goes to a process called sales development, where it is a a sales development representative or an SDR. And what these people do is one thing, that is take the leads, shake them up and down, call them, qualify them, make sure that they meet every criteria that you think they need to meet. And some of the important things that we qualify are, you know, are they the decision maker? Do they have an intention to buy or are they researching? Do they have a pain point? Do they acknowledge that you can solve the pain point? And then only at that point, when all those things are met, plus a few others, then they get booked in with a sales exec to do the deal. Um, mm-hmm. And so then it's a very easy job for the sales exec to do a deal. And I, and I think, you know, for, for some of you that are in a startup process, you may have to do all those things yourself. You may have to do the marketing yourself and then the sales development work yourself and then the closing yourself but processing it, uh, running it in such a systematic way is the way that is then scalable to get a high conversion rate on the end. And that is very, very important. So what do you do? So some of the, the points, what do you do to qualify? And what are the things that you need to do in your marketing? First things first, if you have customers, you look at your data. And um, there's a very, a very good company called insightsquared.com. Um, that gives a lot of good resources about um, sales metrics that you should be aiming for. They're an analytics platform for Salesforce. But I look at their material and what they, they have this uh, chart, this analytics graph called the strike zone. Hmm. And that strike zone is this, you look at all your customers and you look at a few different metrics like sell cycle. So what characteristics do the customers that close the fastest share in common? So if you're selling to enterprise, your cycle for selling could be three, four, five months. But if you're selling to the lawnmower down the road, he might be a what we call one call close. Mm. So obviously the goal of any sales organization is to shorten that cycle of sales because you want to bring in revenue faster. Yes. So that's the first metric. What do the people that close the fastest have in common? Yes. Then as the next sort of metric to measure is those people that retain the longest of all your customers. And then the third measure is those that bring the highest revenue. And what you're looking for is a strike zone, which is a balance 
of all those three, and then you look at the criteria and the characteristics of all those of, of the businesses that fall into that sweet spot, and that becomes your prime target. And then your marketing efforts get laser focused on that very, very, very specific niche or very specific market. And you might say, yeah, yeah, but Gary, like, you know, those people might spend $400 a month or $100 a month, but I can also sign up people that generate $10,000 a month. Well, you can't get everybody when you run a good sales organization, so you have to be focused on something that meets a proven metric of success and being focused on that. And that's how you generate your marketing qualified leads by targeting people who are absolutely in your sweet spot. And then that moves into your next step of the funnel, which is sales development. They, the, the people, even if it's you, it's a very short call. Ideally, it's a phone call. So let's wind back. Let's wind back. So you, you've identified the kind of person or the kind of people you want to go after to sell to. How do you like, go about generating leads? Okay, great question. Great question. It really depends on your budget. You know, mm. I, I think it depends on uh, your situation. So I'm going to assume that you don't have big budgets because if you do, and I was speaking to the former head of growth from Kissmetrics, name drop. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you like that? <laughs> Not at all, bro. <laughs> uh, Lars Lofgren just, just last week. Uh, and, you know, he was telling me how, you know, he won't even touch a paid ad budget of less than $50,000 a month and that's just for doing some tests, mm. you know. And that, you know, the average funded startup will happily spend up to a third of their customer's lifetime value just to acquire them in the front door. So they're burning through money. Mm. We can't do that, you know, and I'm assuming that the listeners probably can't do that. So no. what are some good mechanisms for, uh, for lead gen? If you're targeting C-level or, or, you know, sort of manage, manager level, uh, LinkedIn, fantastic. It's bloody time-consuming. So what are the tools you should use? There are some great tools like uh, SalesLoft, IQ that are great for getting data out of LinkedIn and into a, a database like a, a spreadsheet and it validates the email address. They're a little bit more pricey, but they're really good. There's companies like Datanyze, D-A-T-A-N-Y-Z-E, that basically look at technology that the companies are using. So it can tell you, for all the people that have HubSpot, here are the LinkedIn contact details that you should be t- talking to. Very yeah, cool wow. platform. It is quite expensive, but again, it is a, it is a game-changing platform because you know if you're selling a marketing automation and you want to target anybody that's using Marketo or Pardo or you know Aloqua or HubSpot, you can type in those technologies and it'll and you can say I want to filter by people in Australia that are ten plus size in staff, five million plus in revenue, and it'll give you a whole database of people and their email addresses to call or to email. If you don't have that sort of money, there are cheaper ones. Uh, there's Aero Leads, uh, which is good. There's um, Lead Fused, uh, which is another one. I'll be honest, I am a, a SaaS tool testing junkie. I think I've tested every CRM. Uh, I think I've tested every sales hacking tool that, that's available, uh, every beta, every growth hacking tool. I just love it, finding easier ways of, of doing things. So there's some of the key ones that help you pull data. So that's, that's going through LinkedIn. But if you're not targeting that category, you're targeting smaller businesses, then you could use, if you're targeting micro business, you can use Yellow Pages 
There's a great tool called Yellabot, Y-E-L-L-A-B-O-T, um, which is a yellow pages scraper. It's the best one that I've seen oh, and we wow. use it. And that basically will scrape either UK, US, Australia. You type in the keyword and the category and it'll basically just within seconds give you the whole database. And most yellow pages is globally, many of the listings now have email addresses there. So it pulls that data. Wow, um, that's gold, man. So Yellowbot is great for super SMB. Uh, like I'm talking hyper-local, very small businesses. Mm. Um, that, that's amazing. And for that midsection in between, um, scraping um, data to get email lists. So, so using platforms like import.io, Kimono Labs have a really good scraping tool. And you basically find a website with a list. So if you're targeting lawyers, like a legal directory or, you know, that sort of thing, and you basically use these tools, they'll give you the data. It's much better to learn how to do it yourself than to pay a scraping company because, you know, once you know how to do it, it's then free, essentially, to pull amazing data. The other way, of course, is to use platforms like BuiltWith. So BuiltWith is like Dardanize where you can choose the technology platforms that you want to find websites that have that technology installed and it'll give you a lead list to, to target, which is really good. There's other platforms like Nerdy Data. Nerdy Data is one step back where it'll basically... that's really good. Yeah, you can search scripts. So if you're looking for a particular like JavaScript or some sort of app that's been installed on the site, Nerdy Data will give you the list. Uh, it's very, very good. All these things are designed to do one thing though, and that is get you lists to contact. So you're, Cold all, email. So you're all about speaking to someone on the phone to close sales. Correct, but we start the process with email. All LinkedIn messages, but email. And the email is a very well-crafted email that's split-tested. But, you know, the, the guys that um, have really good e email, uh, you know what, if, if you want to know a great converting email yes. that works, email me, Gary, with one R, G-A-R-Y, at leadchat.com. And I will, uh, in fact, Gary plus founder, F-O-U-N-D-R, at leadchat.com, so I can set a filter, and I will auto-respond with the best email copy that we use and that we've scraped. And I'll tell you how I get the best email copy. Yeah. Uh, it's a bit sneaky. I, I sign up to all the request demo for every B2B SaaS that I can find. Yes. And then I wait for the automated sequence to start, Right. And I never respond to the sequence. I just let it take <laughs> its toll. Right. I just let it take its toll. And then after two weeks, three weeks, I've got their six, seven or eight emails in their sequence of cold outreach. And then I store it and I look at the ones that I like that, that I would have responded to. And I've got some perlers. And uh, we've got one that we use that, you know, has got a 70% open rate to one vertical. And oh, uh, wow. it, like I'm talking crazy numbers. So Gary plus founder at leadchat.com and I will shoot you back the email copy. So your goal is to send out emails and to lead score those emails. So there's lots of tools to send out the emails. Um, we use a platform called Persist IQ, mm -hmm. uh, which we found really good. There's other ones like Sendbloom. There's QuickMail. You can even use rebump.cc. Uh, Nathan, you, you told me about that one and I think it's great for sending one-on-one -on -one emails but en masse. Yeah. Um, Persist IQ we've found is actually very, very powerful. And what you're looking for is a positive response. So somebody to reply to you and say, yep, okay, I'm interested. And that's, that's then the trigger for the next step. Now, if you don't want to do all that yourself, 
but you like the idea of it. Um, there's a great company out of Austin called Lead Genius. The guys there guy, run by a guy called Anand. Uh, they're smashing it at the moment. Thousands of clients, huge, big, big, big organizations use them to do all their lead research and the email outreach as well. And so they, basically, get, so they get the leads for you too? Basically, they get the leads, they get the data, they do the email outreach, and they basically end up with a positive response in your inbox. The whole thing is done for you. And it's, uh, you know, prices are around about the sort of two to three grand US a month for, for sort of a thousand ish leads. I think they're very well priced. We, we have a, a tendency to like to do things ourselves to test, but I can tell you right now, these guys are legit. They are the ones that you would use if you wanted it done for you and you will get, it'll give you a positive ROI. I have absolutely no doubt. And their onboarding is amazing. It helps you distill what is your target customer and they're very good. They actually take it a step further than just the, the lead research and scraping. Um, they actually do phone calls. Hey guys, so I just want to take a quick moment to talk to you about our sponsor of today's show, FreshBooks. FreshBooks is one of the world's leading cloud accounting-based software platforms out there. And see, the truth is we get pitched every single week by potential sponsors, and it's not very often that we actually say yes. However, I couldn't say no when the guys at FreshBooks got in touch with us. Why? Because they're simply an amazing startup, and they take all of your accounting headaches away. They make things extremely simple for you to manage your books, even if you're not a numbers person. They have a super intuitive tool that makes creating and sending invoices extremely simple. And it takes about 30 seconds. And if you want to keep track of your expenses, you know you can actually use their mobile app to take pictures of your receipts and FreshBooks organizes them for later. So it makes claiming your expenses at tax time a breeze. FreshBooks is offering a month of unrestricted use to all our listeners, totally free right now, and you don't even need to use your credit card for the trial. So to claim your free month of FreshBooks, go to freshbooks.com slash foundermag and enter foundermag in the how did you hear about us section. All right, guys, now let's jump back into the show. So you know the kind of people you're going after, then you try and find the leads and you reach out to them. And then from there, what's next? You so hear the positive response. Get, how, many, yeah. how often do you follow so, up? More than you would imagine. So there's a, ca- <laughs> there's a cadence. There's a cadence for following up, and I'm going to give you the hack. Yep. You must contact a lead within 10 minutes of it arriving in your inbox. Yeah, wow. And there are really good stats on that. So 10 minutes, and then you want to, if you, if you can't get through, then you send them an email. So half an hour later, an email to say that you tried to call. And then you will try three times on that first day to call them. Oh, geez. Yeah. And then you will email and call them every second day for a month. Email and call every second day for a month. Are you serious? I, I am serious because the amount of leads that we find we get through to and close on the sixth or seventh attempt is actually more than the first attempt in some cases. Wow. So, so it's really important. You can automate a lot of this, obviously. We use a CRM called agilecrm.com. Plug to them. I've tested every CRM. I've, you know, I've used everything from Salesforce. You don't like Infusionsoft, do you? I don't like Infusionsoft because I think that those guys who have a great platform, it's very slow. Like the interface is very, very slow. 
mm. um, which really, I, I have ADD, I am impatient, I cannot wait five seconds for the screen to resolve. So that's my big issue with them. And I have a personal gripe that they have a very, very mean cancellation policy. So oh. I, don't, I don't like Infusionsoft for that reason. Yeah, okay, um, that's fair enough. But can I tell you, I know lots of people that use them and swear by them. I think yeah, Agile, we, I think Agile CRM, Agile CRM does everything Infusionsoft can do plus a billion things more and I actually think it might be cheaper. But one of the things that I love about Agile CRM is it integrates a Twilio. So I make all the outbound calls through Agile and it records them and timelines them in the history for every contact, which for us is a game changer. Oh, because wow. So you've got that when, data. Correct. Because when a sales guy leaves and you can't remember what the last conversation was, you just go to the timeline, press play, and you have it all there database. So I think that's yeah. really powerful. Wow, that's um, crazy. Okay. But Agile will run our, our, our sequence, so it will it will run the uh, you know the response, and it'll and we don't automate all of it. That was a mistake we made in the early days. So we don't send the automated emails every second day, mm. but we we have task reminders set for every second day for the sales agent, so that they still have to do it manually. And the reason we did that was because if it's automated, you can't personalize the email once it's set in automation. Mm. So it gives them the ability to go, okay, I've got to email this person. It brings up the template, but they can make some adjustments like, you know, terrible to hear about the, the fire that's happening in California at the moment or whatever's going on. So it's really, you know, and that always helps get a better response by personalizing those sort of emails and obviously calling, like you got to make a call. Yeah, um, yeah. So you're big on phone calls, like. Correct. Uh, and if and if you don't know how to do it, or you sort of need a process to help you automate it, there's a really good platform called Speak to the Numeric Two Leads. Speak to Leads, and they actually integrate with Infusionsoft. So what happens is when a lead comes in through a form, yes, it will it'll automatically make a phone call to you your designated number, yes, and it'll read out the lead details that it's taken from the form yes, and say, do you want to connect with the lead? Press one for yes, two for you know, no, call me back in half an hour. You press one, it'll dial that person and connect you. So it really helps you automate the process of connecting with leads faster. Yeah, wow, that's a crazy, man. You know your tools. <laughs> yeah, right. I do. So let's fast forward. So you will follow up every second day for a month. And that follow-up will be to find out if someone is, is ready to buy. Is that correct? Correct. And look, truth be told, I say every second day, that's our SLA service level agreement that our internal sales team agree on. Mm. Um, it doesn't always happen that way. Of course, a customer you might say via email, you know, please reach back next week because I'm away. Obviously, I'm not going to call them <laughs> if they've told me specifically not to. Yeah. Um, and you don't want to be stalking somebody, of course. So your emails need to be very, very, very gentle and fragile. But if you're like me, I get tons of emails and, you know, that email from that SaaS provider is not going to be the priority. And I think people have become cultured now where they just delete them and expect them to follow up. So if they don't, it's like oh, out of mind, out of sight, new tool, New thing on product hunt, you know, and then you've forgotten about it all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, okay, gotcha, I, I feel you. All right, so that's the process that you guys go through to close 95% of leads for LeadChat. Now, I'm curious, what is the process for someone like me who's doing a lot of B2C stuff? 
you know, ha- like what, what are some sales tactics? Like, you know, I've come to you, Gary, and I want you to help me with my webinar presentation. You know, what are some core basics or, or things that people need to get under wraps for, for selling anything when it comes to sales and marketing? Because you're a sales master, man. I want to talk about not just B2B, but no, also, fair enough. yeah, like also well, like best practices and, and, you know, you name it. Like, cause I'm still learning all this stuff, like objection handling, you know, you name it, man. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. First things first, you asked about what we do, so that's why I'm telling you B2B. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no, please. <laughs> no, no, please, no. Please, I'm, yeah, let's I'm, cover it all. I'm being cheeky. B2C and B2B are fundamentally the same beast in, in the essence of sales. You're speaking to a person, right? Mm. Uh, people are hardwired and mostly the same way, and they don't want to be bullshitted, and they don't want to be waffled around, and they don't want to be coerced or manipulated. They just want to know what it is and how it's going to help them and they want to really be left to make the choice on their own and that the fundamentals of a customer is always going to be true. So if you breach that by being too salesy, too pushy, too aggressive, you know, sleazy, all these, you know, dodgy, manipulative, you're going to turn people off instantly and there's only a very small subset of the market that would respond to that these days. So with respect to sales skills, my, my, my biggest tip is be genuine and be a good storyteller. You know, mm. people, they sort of say this, you know, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And people care about people that they can relate to. And having a backstory is really, really important, I think. And whilst I'm saying this, you know, I got a really good email from a startup the other day. I'm just going to sort of bring it up here that I thought, you know, sort of hit the hit that point perfectly. And the email said, hi, Gary, thanks for signing up for service. I started this company to help hundreds of other startups get the exposure they deserve. It's more than a soulless directory listing service. Behind it is a passionate entrepreneur working hard to make your life as an entrepreneur easier. That means you have my expertise and time at your disposal. So, if you ever need any type of assistance or just want to share some feedback or ideas, please don't hesitate to send me an email directly or give me a call. I'd love to chat. Wow. Looking forward to working with you and learning more about your company. Cheers. The guy's name is Aaron Hansen and the company is called Startup Lister and they're a broadcasting service of startups. And I read that email and I was like, that's gold, man. You, you've got me. I'm going like, to swipe I, that. I, 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 I now like you and I, I believe in you and it's so much better than the generic welcome to so-and-so and, and, you know, you get the point. It's the story. The storytelling is is what sales uh, is really about and people connect with that. Mm. Yeah, okay, awesome. And, like, we're going to work towards wrapping up. You've given away so much tools and stuff, but I I think it would be really interesting for the audience to see how you would – would uh, I guess try and sell something like right on the call right now because like I think a common thing that most people will face when they're trying to sell something is a price objection so what's what kind of things would you say to somebody if they were having a price objection around you know wanting to sign up to founder like the magazine or wanting to sign up to our Instagram course I'm curious what sort of things would you have pre-canned or you know what sort of things would you do to handle in, in an objection like that the, the context to what I'm about to say is, I think you guys will know this, um, but you've heard it, you've seen it on TEDx. You know, people respond to the, the sort of the why, not the what. Mm. Um, and if I was found up, uh, and I'm not sure exactly what the price is, but I would be saying, listen, 
Now, Founder has a vision to educate entrepreneurs that are really passionate about good quality information that's going to help them enrich their lives, not just their work, and give them a, a sense of community within the entrepreneurial space. Now, we're not for everybody. You know, There is free information out there. There is low-cost information out there. There's a lot of websites that will give you free entrepreneurial advice and do have interviews. I recommend them. I think they're fantastic. And if you don't have a budget, you should be looking at them. Founder is for those that actually have a little bit a little bit of money that they can invest in growth, uh, personal growth, as well as business growth. And I am absolutely certain you're going to get value out of it. So you should give it a go. But my recommendation to you is it's just not for everybody. So either you're one of those people that fits into the, you know, that wants to get more personal value and growth and be part of a community, or you're not. And that's completely up to you. Yeah, wow. Man, you've made that like a no-brainer. For some people that don't have a budget, you've still given them the control to decide and opt out, but you are not trying to convince them to opt in. And that, and that is the really important point. So when somebody says lead chat is too expensive, I will say, fair enough. You know, we have a, we have a very, very, very big focus on delivering absolute value to customers. We believe people want to buy from people, not static websites. That's why we provide live chat sales agents that'll staff your site 24-7. Uh, we want to do a really good job. Um, that's what it costs us to do it. There are other services out there that are cheaper, potentially. I don't know who they are, but there might be. And if you want to go down that path, that's completely up to you. You could even staff live chat yourself. I'd suggest you do that if you don't have a budget. <laughs> yeah, wow. But, but for those, but, but there are some people that want a really good service and appreciate that there is a, you know, a price tag attached. And look, you know what? We charge ninety nine dollars a month for twenty four seven staff on your site to convert visitors into leads. Like that's like you know cents in the dollar sort of stuff. I don't know how you get cheaper than that, but it's completely your call at the end of the day. Um, and and that's that's the approach that I take. And if somebody says why should I use you over somebody else? Mm. You know, I'll say something like, you shouldn't. Like, you shouldn't. You know, I've not necessarily given you any reason yet to choose us over a competitor. I don't know the competition. I'm not interested in the competition. This is what we do. You're either in or you're out. I mean, that's it's your choice. Wow. So that's your style. Because, you know, it's so funny. I thought that as a salesperson, you have to fully believe in the product and you have to justify why you're the best. And, you know, you don't want to give that person an, a choice. You want to kind of, you know, always convince them to buy, not give them a choice. You know what I mean? That, that's really interesting. I think, the, I think the, the landscape has changed. And if you want to refine your sales skills and get some sort of insight around how this works, um, there's a really, really, really amazing sales coach by the name of Ari Galper, G-A-L-P-E-R. Ah, I have heard of this guy. Yeah, uh, he's a lovely guy. He has some great information. The brand name for his coaching is extremely cheesy. It's called Unlock the Game. <laughs> um, but besides that, the content is absolutely fantastic. You know, Google it, listen to the, if you've got some podcasts or information. He has a very specific style of selling, and I really do subscribe to it. Yeah, wow, okay. Well, look, um, we just have to work towards wrapping up, Gary. And I just have to mention, like, guys, we, we actually are using Lead Chat right now on uh, on the founder, not on the founder website, but for our Instagram course website. And I haven't even told you this, Gary, but it, it has made us sales, man. I know it has. How did you know? Well, because it makes everybody sales. 
<laughs> like it's crazy. And, and you know, I think it was more me. This is really funny. You might find this story interesting. And I think anyone listening will find this interesting. So, you know, the thing with Lee Chat is you have someone 24 hours on your site and, you know, the, the agent on the other end, their mission is to, is to try and get that person's number and tr- try and help them further and put them in touch with me. And quite often, to be honest with you, Gary, I, I've been embarrassed or a little bit scared to call that person up. Like your team is getting the phone number. And I've found now only recently from the last couple, like, you know, few people that have come through that if I call that person up and answer any questions about the course, like they will buy it. Because mm-hmm. actually speaking to me, as opposed to me sending an email as a follow-up because someone had questions around the course or how it works or anything, and they don't write back. So there is so much to be said in that power of the phone call, power of just caring enough to pick up the phone and say, hey, how are you doing? You know, I'm here to help. What questions do you have? Yeah. So it's true. Yeah, I just wanted to give that feedback, man, because I haven't even told you that, which is uh, really I, funny. I, I appreciate the feedback. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Well, look, uh, we'll wrap there, man. But that uh, that was that was an awesome chat around sales mastery, dude. Uh, there's so much people can take away. So, where's the best place that people can find you? Genuinely, email is the best place. I don't tweet a lot. I kind of keep quite private. But if you want any information or you want some advice, I do read every single email. But best to email me, Gary plus founder F O U N D R at leadchat.com because uh, I'll set a, se- a separate Gmail label particularly for that um, so I can respond to anything you want to know and I'll try and point you in the right direction. Awesome. Okay. Well, look, uh, thank you so much for your time, man. All the best. Thanks, guys. The Founder Podcast has come to a close, but it's not time to sleep. It's time to hustle. Download the Richard Branson issue of Founder Magazine for free right now by visiting foundermag.com slash Branson. Again, that's an absolutely free download of the Richard Branson issue of Founder Magazine containing an exclusive interview with the man himself. It's only available at foundermag.com slash Branson. So download it now and we'll see you next time on the Founder Podcast.